Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Park. I'm Andrew Burns, Kun Shaw on the other side, and uh, the Yankees have still not won a game since we last recorded. <laughs> nope. Hanging an L8 entering this series against the Nationals, and we just don't really have anything to say about the last week of games. I mean, what, what, like we said last week, what is there to say? They've been playing like shit. They look ugly. They look lifeless. They did show something on Sunday, but they ended up losing anyway, so... Longest losing streak since 1995. Four games under 500 now, I think. Like nine games back of the wild card. We're just totally toast at this point. So we are just moving on to whatever. Yeah. The, the, the funniest part of it is Aaron Boone coming out and saying, like, the turnaround is coming. And then they lose like four in a row. Yeah. After then that. they get freaking crushed. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, I saw something the other day about like, the Yankees record since Harrison Bader had that quote about like, oh, I thought that was a pretty good series when they split against the Astros was like two and ten. <laughs> like we like there's something we can take from this. And it's we got, bad. We got our momentum, I guess. Ooh. Oh, excuse me, they're <laughs> nine and a half games out in the wild card. So yeah, that's extra. They're also behind the Angels now, too. So <laughs> like that's that's where you don't want to be, is behind the Angels. Well, at least we will have something to watch, maybe, in this upcoming Nats series, because finally, the Yankees did make some roster moves to add some prospects. Uh, One of them is a name we've seen before, Oswald Peraza. He's a guy who probably should have been up getting more time earlier in this season, but Josh Donaldson was existing, and heaven forbid we get rid of him. Then he just uh, ended up back in the minors and hasn't been back, but he has been working on some swing stuff down in AAA, looks better, so he'll get in a more extended look. And we are also seeing Everson Pereira for the very first time, an outfielder. Woo! Yeah, Pereira, Pereira's had a uh, pretty, really good season uh, down in minors, so excited to see just, you know, a different face, at least. <laughs> yeah, he started the season down in Somerset, raked there in 46 games with a 144 WRC+. Plus. And has very much done the same at Scranton. Uh, in 35 games, he's hitting 312, 386, 551, eight homers and a 130 WRC plus. And he does have swing and miss problems sometimes, but he has been 
improving that uh, over the past few weeks in particular in Scranton. I'm sure that we'll still see some of that because the transition from AAA to the majors is the hardest you'll make. And we certainly see how the guys suffer from that before, but it's absolutely the right call to see what someone like Pereira can do. He's only 22 years old. He could be a part of the future and maybe he can get some time under his feet. I mean, it's more important than, you know, seeing more of Billy McKinney, Jake Bowers, guys who have been like, fine i guess but like we don't need to see them really oswaldo cabrera is not the same kind of prospect that everson pereira is who's a top 100 guy so definitely want to see a lot more of him and it sounds like we will down the stretch per the reports yeah the oswaldo cabrera thing is just sad because yeah again we didn't expect him to be as good as he was last year but thought he'd still be fun it's yeah. not fun didn't expect this <laughs> not like no <laughs> but alas we've we've reached this point in our lives yeah, and I'm curious to see what Pereira will do. It's at least something different. To look... Change of pace towards some younger players who maybe will give you a better 2024. And to your point, it's at least a reason to watch again. Or, like, just if you, to see. Because, like, there are people, like, you know, some people are just going to continue to, you know, turn, uh, tune in and watch the games no matter what. I am not one of those people. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, IKF I, only I, takes I... you so far in terms of uh, channel browsing. <laughs> exactly so you know it gives you a reason to at least peek in a little bit just see what's going on i'm very curious i'm actually a little bit more curious on peraza than i am Pereira because peraza has been up you know he, he did very well last year then this year has just been not great up in the majors so i'm curious to see with actual extended playing time and just like you know him just basically being told hey you're gonna be basically you're playing every day See if that changes anything and sparks something or what it looks like. Because like, every time he's been up before, it's been kind of hit or miss about his playing time. So, Yeah, that's the key. And hopefully, if Jack Curry has been saying that they will get time, I think that they will get time. Let's see if uh, that changes at all. Let's <laughs> just when Josh Donaldson comes back from the IL, they're like, all right, time to make the push. But uh, we will cross that bridge when we get to it. At least, hopefully, in the interim, we will see them. That's that's the that's the dream at least. <laughs> yeah, we don't need lineups like uh, Saturday where you got like IKF batting fifth, playing third, Greg Allen out there. Like we don't need him. Too much Jake Bowers the... recently too. He's been really exposed this month. So I was just saying, the funniest part of all this is like IKF is not even on our on our shit list for this year. <laughs> yeah, he's just like there. He's like not. Yes. He's not an answer. He's not the absolute problem either. He's just kind of. He's just IKF. All right. Yeah. He's he's fine as IKF. He's not fine as anything more than that. <laughs> yeah. So we decided we had decided this in advance, even before the news of the Pereira Peraza call-ups came out, that we were going to just deviate this week and have some fun with uh, one of our favorite teams in Yankees history, the 2013 Weirdo Squad. Uh, obviously, this is one of the few teams from the past several decades to not make the playoffs from the Yankees, but they're are so many weird stories from this team and they kind of came close at one point to making it into a wild card spot before faltering down the stretch. So they've just always sort of captivated our attention. And this is the 10 year anniversary of them. So obviously it's very important, right? And they were not a good team, but man, they were just so much more fun. Yeah. And part of that <laughs> is like, especially now they had, like at this time, ten years ago, they had A Rod coming back, being his pure villain form. They had Alfonso Soriano going on a heater after Hal Steinbrenner refused to trade Cano, so they decided to just add and go for it. And 
you know, Soriano did turn out to be pretty good for a little bit there. So that was fun to watch, at least. And of course, Robinson Cano was still a superstar. Had the Mario Rivera's farewell tour. That was obviously enjoyable. And Hiroki Kuroda was a contributor. And, you know, obviously the rest of the team was just sort of a weird scotch tape together mess. But it was it was interesting. <laughs> hey, you forgot about Chris Butchek. Oh, who could forget about Chris Butchek? I remember um, laughing about Chris Butchek's name for like three minutes on the podcast like 10 years ago. <laughs> to be fair, He's... I think I was sleep deprived too, but you know. <laughs> but also Chris Butchek, like, it's a great name. Yes, yes. But anyway, we thought we would play a game with the 2013 Yankees where we would read a player's name and guess how many games they got into that season, and if they were a positive or negative war guy by Baseball Reference Edition. So, uh, I have the page pulled up. Uh, do you not? I do not. Okay, good. Just, I just remembered Chris Muchek. <laughs> you know what? That's A-plus remembering a guy. We'll be, we'll be doing some more remembering guys. So, look forward to that. All right. Uh, are you ready? More than I'll ever be. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know what that music is. Anyway, so <laughs> first name, Preston Claiborne. Ooh. Reliever. He was a rookie. And, yeah, I remember uh, him. The only season, really. Oh, yeah, he popped into 21 innings the next season, and then he was basically done other than a cameo at the Rangers in 2017. I feel like I remember him, like, Playing like a decent amount. I want to say, are we playing like prices? Prices right rules like closest without going over, even though it's just me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A suit lady will get your um showcase winnings if you're wrong. <laughs> I want to say like he 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 played a lot. I'm gonna go with forty games. Forty four games. Very close. So okay. Honestly, <laughs> right. pretty impressive. We're, we're off to a good start here. Yes, yes. Would you say positive or negative war guy? I think I remember him not being the worst person in the world. So, like, uh, obviously, strictly in a baseball sense, we're talking, right? Yeah. I'll go positive. If he played yes. 40 games as a rookie, he's not have to done something right. He did it. Point three. There we go. <laughs> Barely. But, you know, count it. All right. Next up, we're going to go shift over to a position player, Brennan Bosch. Brennan Bosch. The question is, he, do you actually a, remember Brennan Bosch at all? I, I, think, I think they got him in like like a waiver pickup or a deadline or something. He wasn't there the whole year. Yeah, he was a guy that they picked up sort of in the middle of spring training as people were dying. Okay, maybe that was the case. I don't remember. I just remember, I don't know, I'm going to go with 30 games. 23 games. So again, pretty close. We'll we'll count it for you. Uh, they had picked him up from the Tigers, and he actually once upon a time had finished fifth for Rookie of the Year in 2010. But, you know, not much panned out from there. So. Congratulations to Brennan Bosch. <laughs> Sorry to the man, Brennan Bosch. And as far as war goes, he came in at a cool positive or negative? I'll go negative. He was barely positive, point one. <laughs> wow, worse than, uh, worse than Preston Claiborne. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, but, congratulations, Brendan Bosch, on being a positive influence to this team. 
Oh man, uh, here is a the one. So, do you know black ink on Baseball Reference? What that means? No. It means that you led the league in a category. He has one instance of black ink on his Baseball Reference page, and it is for leading the American League in errors committed as an outfielder in 2010. I don't know if you can hear my applause, but I'm clapping. Yeah. 10. He did it. Good work, man. <laughs> Congratulations. That's really a lot of errors on the outfield. He really boshed it up out there. Oh. All right. Okay. Next up, let's go to a prospect from that team. Yes, there were prospects there. Were there? Most of them were not good, but Melky Mesa. Oh, man, that is not a name I remember. I mean, really remember the name, but oh, I'm going to go three games. Five games. So I think we'll give that one to you as well, since you did not go over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Milky Mesa, more of like a prospect from before 2013, but he came up for a few games and, you know, hit 385. So obviously they should have played him more. Come on, Girardi. What are you doing? That's not what you want no. regards to his playing time. No. But do you think, so here's the question. Do you think he got a positive or negative war in those five games? If he hit 385, I mean, oh, I. I guess I sort of gave that away, didn't I? I was going to say, defense can't be that bad, so I'm going to go with positive. Yeah, yeah, he's point one. So <laughs> oh, congratulations. You and Bosch are tied. Oh, man, last year he was still playing in indie ball for the York Revolution at age 35. Hell yeah, you do you, Melky yeah. Mesa. Spent some time in the Mexican League, the Dominican Winter League, uh, Caribbean Series. So, man, shout out to him. Just get getting paid. Doing his thing. Congratulations. All right. We did it. Yeah. Let's see. How many more do you want me to go on this? We'll do maybe three more. Sure, why not? Yeah. We'll do I will do four more to give Suit Lady a chance to get back in this series, but I don't think she actually All right. <laughs> her uncompetitive non answers are just ringing hollow. Okay. Let's go with the Yankees opening day DH, Ben Francisco. Oh my god. We're opening the, the Ben Francisco Gates. <laughs> yeah, it was the, <laughs> the John Sterling call on the one home run. Uh, he did not last long. I'm going to say 30 games. Ooh, Suit Lady takes this one. He only lasted 21 games. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that home run was the only run he drove in. One RBI. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm already going out here. I'm going to say negative war. And if it's positive, I'm going to go down to baseball reference headquarters and yell at them right now. Well, you got that right. He was negative okay. point, <laughs> negative point four in 21 games, which is honestly impressive. <laughs> if Ben Francisco had positive baseball reference war, that <laughs> just ultimately settles the Fed for baseball reference war <laughs> debate forever. <laughs> If, like, if Ben Francisco had positive war, then I guess wins mean something after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, his last major league season. Played a uh, year with the Lancaster Barnstormers, then in the Mexican League, and then he was done at 33. Sure. Former Phillies guy, Ben Francisco. And, and Guardians. Nice. Yeah, okay. Um, so Suit Lady is back in this at 3-1 to your advantage. Let's go with a more known name. Let's do Adam Warren. 
Adam Warren. How many games? Uh, let's go with. He wasn't starting. He was relieving. Right, right. Go with thirty-five. Oh, tough. Thirty-four. Oh come on! I Suit get that. Lady. I'm taking that. I'm taking. It. Suit Lady has taken this away from you viciously. No, Suit Lady, you were my only friend. He did get two starts in there, but that was also at, right at the very beginning when they weren't a hundred percent sure what they wanted to do with him. It's sort of like that. Right. I think honestly, this sort of Michael King thing where it's like you may be more of a reliever guy. Yeah, but Adam Warren. Remember when he was traded to be a Cubs starter and then he was terrible and then came back? Yes. And then he was good again. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really funny, honestly. <laughs> like um, obviously we find the Arulis Chapman trade dealings very problematic, but the Adam Warren factor has always amused me, as has the Brendan Ryan part. <laughs> and wasn't he in the Yankees minor system like last year? Um Either last year or the year before, but it was definitely very recently. Uh, yeah, 2021. That was his last professional season. Yeah, and they, I remember, like, throughout that year, we were like, and he actually had like a semi solid, decent season in AAA. Yeah, he and, was like, fine. We, I think the problem was just that the stuff wasn't really there and they didn't think he'd be useful at the major league level, <laughs> which, okay, fine, but whatever. I mean, yeah, it was just weird because we were like, maybe I'm surprised he hasn't been called up even once. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, um, I think it was either, like this offseason or last offseason, but like Brian Hoke had like tweeted a video of him and he's like, yeah, I guess I'm retired. I mean, I'm at this fantasy camp, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam Warren, I liked him. He was a good Yankee. Yeah, he was uh, solid. But the question is, do you think he had positive war in 2013? I'm positive. I'm positive he had yeah. positive war. Yeah, that's that was the... Oh, yep. That was the right question. I was looking in the wrong category for a second. 1.1 more. <laughs> he was worth we go. a win. So, very good, man. Very good. Congratulations. Okay. So, suit ladies back in this at 3-2. Let's go with how about Sean Kelly? Ooh. My my, my horse guy. Yes. The horse go head. With, go with 55. 57. So, very good. You take this from Suit Lady, I I'm, think. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 57 games. Uh, he he was a, one of their more normal relievers, so we don't even have to play. He was positive war. Uh, I guess the question is just how much war do you think he got? That's a modest reliever for a whatever team. Uh, 1.2? No, I'm going to go 0.8. Oh, no, I'm totally wrong. He was a zero-war guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just totally replacement-level reliever, and honestly, I I guess that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, like, he could sometimes get his strikeouts, but also, like, he was not hard to square up either, so. Yeah. Oh, well. He was there. He was there. He was fine. Well, I guess you would not have been able to answer positive or negative anyway if he was almost exactly zero, so whatever. (laughs) Unless I just surprised him with, like, he was perfectly average. <laughs> Here's a question. When was Sean Kelly's last Major League season? 2019. 2019 is correct. He made Is it, it really? Yeah. He pitched he 11 years in the majors, which, man, that's a, that's a good life for a reliever, honestly. 
Sometimes it they can really go is. in and out, but he he hung around there as just uh, a guy who's okay, pretty good. Was 2019 when he was on the Nationals? I, like that's just like I have a very vivid memory of him being on the Nationals. He was on the why. Nationals, but not for the 2019 team. He was on the Rangers at the very end, apparently, which is news to me. <laughs> that news to me. <laughs> I'd forgotten he was also on the 2014 team for Yankees. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember him being there for like a couple years. Yeah. You're correct, and he was traded for Johnny Barbado. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that didn't really turn into That I don't good. remember. <laughs> I remember doing a bad Photoshop of, like, Johnny Barbado as a pirate, just because he sounds like a pirate. <laughs> but... I remember I remember the name, but I didn't remember that he was, like, somebody they traded for. I thought he just, like, randomly appeared on the minor league roster at some point. <laughs> and just to bring it full circle to 2023, the Yankees originally got Sean Kelly in a trade to the Mariners for a minor league outfielder they had named Abraham Almonte. Abraham Almonte is still in the majors. He just got back in 2023 recently with the Mets because the Mets are also their own horror show, but he has been in each of the last 11 major league seasons, not playing much at all, like 461 total games. He's topped out at like 69, but 82 in, in 2015, excuse me. But he just keeps popping up and hanging around there. Got a World Series ring with the Braves in 2021, but yeah, he's just still there. Kudos. Yeah. Hey, get that service time, man. Get as much punching as you can. So there we go. Abe Almonte uh, turned out better than Zoilo. No relation, but yeah, <laughs> they were they were coming up around the same time, and I always saw them in the same outfield together with Scrat. And so yeah, Abe Almonte, shouts to him. Okay. Uh, do you want to do any more? Or you you uh, tapped out. I could do one or two more if you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just the the bonus round since we're just here. Okay. So let's go with a a name that saw too much playing time. Travis Hafner. Oh, he was around. Let's go seventy five games. 82 games, so pretty um, good, honestly, because he was he definitely walked that line of being around too much while also being injured and off the field, because remember, he got right. plugged by a pitching machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a team. What a team. But I, my favorite um, thing about Travis Hafner that and I don't know why this sticks in my mind, but he came back for the very last game of the season after being out since July. And then he was suddenly starting game 162. <laughs> I have no memory of that, but I'm not surprised at all. It I think it's also, been... I, I think I've written about that 162nd game in the past too, just because it was very weird. And I think Matt has as well, which is not surprising at all. Right. Yeah, that might have just been a, hey, you're old. We'll yeah, let you <laughs> I think have you a might game. be retiring. Do you want to? Put on the bin stripes one last time, and he's like, "Yes, yeah. sir." And then he got drilled twice in his last game. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> By Eric Bedard, which is also a great remember guy by name. <laughs> wow, that's good stuff right there. Really, <laughs> yeah. David Huff got the start. Uh, sure. Brett yeah. Marshall, it was a prospect around them. Not a very good one, but he was a prospect. A Pre-breakout Dellen, who actually threw two and a third innings of uh, perfect ball with four strikeouts. So, yeah, I was going to say his, his debut was in 2013, right? 
No, it was actually no, 2011. 2011. Yeah. Yeah, and then he just wasn't around in 2012, then like came around for like an hour in 2013. <laughs> yeah. I think actually Mariano Rivera relieved him in his last game, if I'm remembering correctly. In whose last game? Mariano Rivera relieved Dellen in Mariano's last game. Um, like he entered for Dellen. Right? Is, is that right? Yeah. And then like Matt Daly replaced him. Yeah. Matt Daly also pitched in this game. But... Right, right, right. What a time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David Robertson, one inning in that last game in 2013, which is not surprising, but still pitching on the Marlins. Still yeah. very weird. That is, it is such a weird, like, visual as well. Ooh, yeah, he, he has not pitched well at the Marlins. <laughs> no, he is not. Well, oh well. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling he'll still be able to pitch again next season if he wants to, because yeah. on the whole, I mean, it's be good. I mean, he, it's, He's been he was very good for the Mets. Like I don't know what happened since the trade deadline. Maybe uh, but, Billy the Marlin is uh, threatening him in some way. I I personally believe he's protesting that the home run machine has not been put back into the stadium since Cheater's departure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one last 2013 name. Another guy who played too much. We're gonna go Lyle Overbay. Ah, we need to keep his him. In his bat around and you know put him in freaking right, <laughs> right field. field. <laughs> he definitely played over a hundred games. Is that your guess? I mean, I'm I'm kind of like thinking okay. out loud and in quietly. Uh, let's go one twenty, one twenty five. He played in one hundred forty two games. My word. <laughs> That's a lot of games. Fourth wow, on the, the team, to only behind only Cano, Ichiro, and Brett Gardner. That's a lot of games, and I think I actually remember this because, like, I was like randomly looking to Lyle Overbay sometime within the last year, just because I was remembering him. But didn't he also like have like? Wasn't he also just a, a no war guy? Um, I feel like he probably was like more of a point zero to, to one person. Let's see. Uh, no, he was exactly zero. Never mind. Right, I, like, I remember. Like, I remember it standing out. Like the dude played so many games. Unbelievable. Just... I mean, I guess also totally believable. But right. <laughs> that man's bat was vital to the lineup. Yeah, this is so many replacement level dudes on this team. You know, Arab is actually a zero war player that year. Actually, because his fielding was bad. <laughs> He was still technically a third baseman at that point, but he had how many hip games issues, did he so... play that year? He played enough that he would have, like, with his offense, he you would figure that he would be at least a positive, positive war guy, but no. Right. Zero. You know who else played too much? Um, the game is done now, but Vernon Wells played in 130 games. Nope. No. And that's nothing that's good rude. after April, basically. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember him just being bad, but still just being there. Yeah, because they're like, well, sort of the, unfortunately, I hate that we're making this comp, but it's the Luis Severino problem where they're like, well, we need some warm bodies to do something. So, Yeah. Bleak. Bleak. All right. Um, let's take in a quick ad break and we'll wrap up the show. Do-do-do. And we're back. All right. 
uh, let's wrap up the show. I guess do we did we want to still do our B War check in, or is it probably still just about the same? Well, there is something that's interesting on there. Okay, you could just bring it up. And I, yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole twelve because it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. But let's play a game with you. Name the top three in order, unless you actually already know it. Um, I'd assume it's just Cole, Judge, Volpe. Still, those are the three right people, but not the right order. Oh, Anthony Volpe has uh, surpassed Aaron Judge. No, he's the new captain now. Yes. Strip him of the captaincy. <laughs> that's how it works. Yes. Uh, Never Anthony mind Volpe the fact would... that Judge is playing in like two, two fewer months or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that, right? Still impressive, it, though. It is funny that it took like, what, 10 days, two weeks after Judge came back for somebody to surpass him. Yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole time Judge was gone, nobody even inched close to him. Okay, I just opened up the page and I saw Jose Trevino is 12th. And, like, he definitely was not on this leaderboard, like, in the past few weeks. And he's just here now, despite not playing, and despite also sucking, I should add. But (laughs) because his defense is good, and, you know, just he's stuck in in ice, he's 12 now, because everyone else has sunk past him. Yes, yes, yes. And Randy Vasquez, who's played in, what, five games? He's right now. He's He's at 11. This team is bad. It's it's not great. It's not great. No, <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's our but, PRF check-in abbreviated version. But do you would you really want us to go beyond that? You trust us? You don't. <laughs> no, you do, you don't want to see the Yankees BRF leaderboard when it's angry. No. Luis Severino is down to negative two point one WAR. Congratulations, man. And Oswaldo Cabrera, who we talked about earlier, negative 1.2, which is its own sort of depressing. But Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's the 2023 Yankees. Hopefully, well, what am I saying? Hopefully, the calendar is working against them. So we will not see too much of them in 2023. So The calendar is working against them, but working for us because we also won't see too much of them in 2023 anymore. Ray, yeah, maybe we'll do another version of this game uh, next time around, just to continue avoiding to talk about the East Yankees unless Everson Pereira goes ham. Which, sure, you can do that if you want. Yes, give us something to talk about, please, and thank you. Yeah, you know what, <laughs> Yankee Manfred of the week for you, it's Oswald Peraza, since you talked about it earlier. For me, it's Everson Pereira. Wow, we did it. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I like how you said Yankee Manfred of the week, so they both got both awards. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, that's the name of the segment. I, the Manfred of the week is the rest of the team. There we go. The rest well, of the team, I, the rest of the organization, Hal, Cashman, Boone, just lump them all together. Yeah, I was just going to give a shout out to the, the Tampa Bay Rays and giving Mariano Rivera that fan sculpture thing, atrocity from 2013. <laughs> Since we were remembering 2013, I was just going to give that Manfred of the Week because the very <laughs> obvious answer is everything you just said. <laughs> and Rivera just like, I- I'm not keeping that, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. thanks. Y'all clean this up. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, thank you for all my kids. <laughs> <laughs> And just to, uh, you know, keep keep up the trend of Greg Kirkland jokes, Chris Stewart's going to come by and try to drink that sand to cure his dehydration. <laughs> oh, what oh. a time to be alive. Um, Good times. Yeah. 
Volpe has looked good past week two, I should also say, just to you know throw that in there. But yeah, that's one it's, of the few other things to watch for at the end of the season. Yeah, it's the reason that he has surpassed Judge recently because the offense has actually kind of been there for yeah. him. Yeah, he's going to have a 2020 season. It's not going to be like the best rookie season in the world, but definitely something to build off when you're only like, what, 22 years old? Yeah. Yeah. That'll play. That'll do. So. Alrighty. So you can uh, follow us on Twitter, Podument Park, Pinstrip Alley, Merns PSA. Uh, what is your recommendation for the week that has nothing to do with the Yankees? Go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, because I watched it last night and it was fun. And you heard it here first. Watch the Shredder. The Shredder yes. in that? I don't know. I just assume so. He's not? He's not? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. Well, don't watch it then. <laughs> oh, no. Still go watch it. Still okay. go watch it. Who's don't the listen villain? to Burns. Can you tell us the villain? Or let's spoil it. The villain is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> oh, no. Betrayal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I talk about it, I'll just kind of go into it too much, so... All right. Okay. It was good. Go watch it. That's all I have to say. There you go. Okay. So stay tuned. Watch the rookies. Don't watch any of the Yankees. That's all we can recommend. Huzzah! Bye, everyone. <laughs>